Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It's the all new evening runway. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Why It Matters. Let's talk about the dynamic realm of fashion, the importance of a brand name. You can't overstate that. But certain names have a knack for making a lasting impact. I mean, even some of the most prominent global brands pose spelling challenges for many, you know, raising the questions which fashion brands have been misspelt the most? Are you guilty of them? Interested in brand recognition, a study has been done by Dave analytics company J-O-O-R to establish the most misspelt global fashion brand names and it's been found that German sports brand Adidas is often misspelt an average of 556,000 online misspellings per month despite being Europe's largest sportswear brand a lot of people struggle with the spelling of Adidas Uh, some add two D's some add two S's my gosh Um, second place is luxury French brand Chanel, an average of 408,700 inaccurate online searches a month. Not only spelling wrong, pronunciation wrong as well. So let's talk about this. I mean, is, is there a way, if let's say you've picked the wrong brand, right? Is there a way to, to make a U-turn from that bad choice? On the line with me is Joy Jan, who is Managing Director for We Narrate Brands. Joy, good afternoon. How are you? Hi, good afternoon. I'm great. So tell us a little bit about your company, We Narrate Brands. I understand it's a branding agency. Uh, Started with just two co-founders. Where are you guys at now? We're now about uh, six or seven staff strong. Nice. And what do you guys do exactly? Tell us about some of the sectors that you work with. Sure. So we're actually a full-fledged branding and marketing agency where we help clients to create brands from scratch. We can also help them to revamp their brands and also do up their marketing and advertisement strategy as well as the uh, execution. Mm. So clients that we work with are actually quite wide range. So we have services. We also work with F&B. We work with retail. We also work with some government projects as well and wellness centers, this kind. Wow, that's very interesting. Any thoughts on Money FM as a brand? It must be a rich people place, right? <laughs> yeah, I think Money FM itself, the branding itself is very straightforward. Like, you straight away know that it's regarding finance as well as maybe mm. business related. Mm. Okay, our, our meeting was not as complicated when we came up with Money FM, but I'm glad it worked. Uh, let's talk a little bit, Joy, about some outstanding brand names. Personally, yeah. Do you have a company that you would consider, oh, this is the best brand name I've come across? Uh, I don't have a best brand name that I've come across, but I do have a brand that keep ringing inside my head. Okay. Uh, Caramel Monster. Not sure have you all heard of it before. Uh, tell us more about it. First of all, I find the name really cute. And when I actually Google it, I realize it's actually a fashion brand. They oh. sell women's apparel, I think. Okay, maybe that's the reason why I'm not too familiar with it. But if that's a brand that you know resonates with you because of how witty it is, do you have a worse brand name then? <laughs> Uh, no, no, I don't have. Because I think branding is too subjective. It okay. really depends on, everyone will perceive it differently. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so yeah. let's talk about the importance of picking the right brand name. From your perspective, um, yeah. why is it important that from the start, before you launch a company, that you've got the right brand name? Uh, I think first of all, you will want people to be able to tell straight away what does your brand stand for or even what are you actually selling. So a good brand name will actually help in terms of brand recall. Because let's say people want to look at it, they must straight away get what your brand is trying to say or even what are you selling. Therefore, mm. it's a, it'll be a very good start. Someone having to explain it again and again. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand what you mean there. If let's say I've 
I mean, at the you know sometimes when you discuss things, it sounds like a great idea. You put the brand out, yeah. and then you realize, wait a minute, maybe this doesn't work very well. What do you do then? What would you advise a company to do? Uh, if let's say your brand has just launched and you think that this brand name, let's say, clashes with something else yeah. and it's just launched, right? You might want to just kill it and restart. Oh. It's really much easier compared to letting it run on and you decide again one year later. Because during this one year, right, you might have already accumulated some customer base and by then you will actually be in a limbo. You, you're not sure whether should you actually change name because you're afraid should you change name, your old customers will actually forget who you are. So let's say it's early on, you might just cut it. Right. Is there a perspective to, if let's say, you, you, you start out something and, you know, every couple of years you rebrand and rebrand because sometimes people hope that, oh, if I rebrand, I get yeah. a bit of publicity, I get a bit of eyeballs and then maybe I can make sales from there. After a while, if you rebranded more than five, six times and it doesn't work, what do you do then? Uh, I think first of all, when we talk about rebranding, right, mm. I don't think it means uh, changing a brand name, especially if, okay. let's say after five years, you're going to do your first, let's say, rebranding iteration. Okay. Then actually, we do not encourage brands to actually change their name. But instead, you can actually change your look and feel to actually match with, let's say, the current industry trends. Right. Or maybe because you want to reach out to a whole new target audience. Right. Maybe right. in the past, you want to like, you know, you were only targeting, let's say, the middle age. But now you want to reach out to a younger crowd. Mm. Therefore, you need to change your look and feel. So for example, Pizza Hut, they actually went through uh, many rounds of logo refresh since the past. So it's like, even a, Burberry as well. like a facelift in that sense. Yes, yes, correct. Mm. Yeah, but when you yeah. say facelift, right, yeah. it doesn't mean that just the logo change. Because um, the core of branding, right, is really what do you want your customers to feel and what they say about you. Yeah. So when you really do facelift, sometimes it also revolves around you changing your interior. Let's say you have a brick and mortar store. Okay. Or even changing your services. Okay, okay. Yeah. So how is this? How does this conversation usually go? Let's say Joy, I've, I've I've started a company, and I'm still trying to figure out the brand name, and I approach you. Yeah. What would these meetings go like? Oh, this is really interesting because we just closed a client, and oh, okay. we actually helping them come out with like a new brand from mm. scratch. Mm-mm-mm. So how our approach is usually asking them, like especially the management, on do they have any big direction in mind? So there's two big directions. One is, do you want people to straight away know what your brand stands for? Like, what are you selling? Because if that's the case, right, then uh, it will be much more straightforward. Okay. But the other approach is, you want your, uh, you're able to kind of remember what your brand stands for in terms of personality or in terms of your core values, for instance. Okay. And then you might have a brand personality, like you want your name to sound cute, you want to be fancy or you want it to be posh. Then from so you need to have your these two big directions in mind, right? Whether it's straightforward or is it revolving around your personality. Then from there you can just draw out the keywords and you can piece the keywords together. So that will help you with your brand names. Mm. I know you're running a business, Joy, but I do wonder there are some companies who, especially the startups, who want to go it alone. They've they've got this great idea. But what are your thoughts yeah. on the importance, right? Especially at this crucial early stage of engaging a brand agency like yourself. Uh, what are your thoughts on investing, you know, in, in getting yeah. some experts in? Um, to be very honest, right, I will say that they shouldn't have this expense at the beginning. They should just do as much as possible, everything in-house. Okay. It means bootstrap method. Okay. Because, number one, brand name itself is very personal. So if the founders, they are already fixed on a particular brand name, right? They can just keep to it first. And then they actually get people to, and basically start business with it. 
in terms of the aesthetics all this can actually be changed at a much later stage when let's say they have you know they raise funding or maybe their business has taken off then they can actually maybe engage a professional agency mm-hmm. to just help them with their branding by doing the facelift but the name can still stay the same mm, I, I like where you're going with this yeah. I mean I, I, some people say oh well, Joy you should be selling your services but it's really about this evolution and that's what intrigues me what are your thoughts on you know so you're talking about bootstrap right like yeah. how, how do you you say it's important to pick the brand name that resonates with customers. What are some pointers? Where do I start if I'm looking at this blank sheet of paper right now? Yeah. I think first of all, you need to uh, come up with like, we call it a vision board and write down some keywords. Like okay. number one, what do you want your brand to feel? Like how do you want people to feel about your brand? You need to write down all these keywords. So should it be, let's say, warm, a case of home? for example, or mm. should it be, let's say, some, uh, it should be high class, for instance, mm, mm. because you're targeting, let's say, the luxurious market. For, yeah. So once you have all these keywords note down that time, right, then you are able to piece all these keywords, like keywords that you have shortlisted, okay. and you can try to piece them together, or you find synonyms. Synonyms? Okay. Yeah, correct. That, correct. And, and it's like the synonyms also create a bit of a talking point, right? Yes, correct. Because sometimes you can play with puns also. If mm. let's say your brand personality is like you want it to be fun, mm-hmm. you want it to be like double meaning, yeah, then that's how you can do it. So for example, like my company, for us, we choose to do the straightforward approach. That's why we call ourselves We Narrate Brands. Yeah, I get it. we just want to tell brand stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there is the straightforward approach, but just just to counter, you know, your, your comment about it being a straightforward approach, right? What if, am I thinking too much, right? If I'm trying to start a brand and I'm also thinking, okay, as the years go by, I also want the brand to be able to tell a story. Am I putting too many things in the pot? Uh, yes, at the beginning. So we will usually advise uh, clients, right, that you choose a brand name based on your first instinct. Okay. Like which one resonates with you most. And most likely that's the one closest to your heart. So you choose that. And usually we don't change brand name even as your brand. But you can tell your brand story, right, as the years pass by through, okay. say, things like um, advertisements or even doing different videos. Mm. Because let's say every year you have different milestones or you want your brand to stand for different things, you know, okay. as the year pass by. Maybe that's when you do a new, let's say, advertisement, a new video to continuously tell your brand story as your brand evolves. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Joy, yeah. just a, a final bit, and I guess this is the more technical stuff. Um, once you've decided on a brand name, What's yeah. next? I mean, obviously, you've registered the company as well. Where, yeah. where do we move forward? I think you can do trademark. Okay. So you should trademark both your brand name as well as your tagline. Okay. to just prevent people from copying it. So it's like even the logo as well is trademarked. Yes, correct. And actually, once you have that, right, you're actually good to go to start running a business. And your next step is you should do, let's say, name cards or any other business materials. Mm. Like email signatures, new letterheads corporate brochures or even pull up banners so that, you know, let's say you would go to corporate fairs, you actually have all these business materials ready Mm-mm. to start pitching. It might, I mean, there's a lot of emphasis on marketing via social media these days. Uh, yeah. Should that be part of the thought process as well after I've registered my brand name? Uh, yes, correct. So once you register it, right, you should immediately actually register the handles, the social media handles ah. to actually prevent people from stealing it. Yeah, yeah, because that can go a long way and you don't want to lose out on that. It's the same with like websites as well, right? You quickly register the domain name. Well, thank you very much. I've been speaking with uh, Joy Chan, who is Managing Director for We Narrate Brands. Joy, thank you for your time. Take care and have a great Monday evening. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.